Welcome to Watch Our Crap Ends, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker, and joining me today, it's a special, special day, because every day is a special day. It's the lovely and hilarious Ronnie Karam. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Well, hello. Thank you. Hi. Hi. Ronnie and I are here, um, not just recording audio, but we're also called recording video because it's a crappens on demand day if you don't know what crappens on demand is it's uh where you get to actually watch us record not just listen go to patreon.com slash watch and if you uh sign up at the crappens on demand level you get to watch us you also get access to our wonderful discord server community hi discord people and uh you also get access to our weekly bonus episode we haven't recorded it yet uh, this week, but it's always very fun. Uh, so we really encourage you to do that to get the full Crappens experience. So again, that's patreon.com slash watch Ronnie, what's going on with you? How are you today? I'm good. So I went and got a chemical peel today for the first time. Yes. So yay, my first chemical peel. I just feel like I've finally graduated into middle age where I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's what we do now. Time time to go get a chemical peel and talk about skin for an hour with some lady I don't know and won't <laughs> shut up. Bless her heart. Um, so I'm shiny. So you know why they call it a chemical peel? I found out today. Why? Because they put chemicals on your face. Then it peels. Mm. And she's like, here's what happens. It's going to burn, which it does. And I'm shining. I look like a doll today. And then tomorrow (laughs) I'm going to look like a dragon. And then for two weeks, I have to hide inside and um, look like a dragon. And then two weeks, I can go in the shade. And then I go in for another one. So I'm like, how does this work? Do you just become a mole person? I think so. It sounds like it. I mean, you see when things go go wrong. Remember, there was that one uh, Real Housewives of New York vacation where Ramona like went out too too prematurely and she had blotches all over her face. (laughs) By the way, uh, shout out to Bueller who is finally who's just arrived in the background of your screen. Getting Bueller got a chemical peel as well. He did. I can see he looks radiant. (laughs) Um, Before we get into today's recap of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, uh, we have something exciting to share. Okay, we want to let you know that there is a Watch or Crappens hotline. That's right. The Watch or Crappens hotline presented by Xfinity Mobile at Xfinity Mobile. Dial 213-725-7043 and submit your burning questions on the latest and greatest from Bravo. And uh, basically just record a voicemail for us. And you might just hear it on an upcoming episode right here of Watch or Crappens with some original takes from these two Bravo nerds, okay? (laughs) So, uh, again, the number is 213-725-7043. Leave us a voicemail question, and, uh, you know, maybe we'll read it on the air. So, just want to give everyone a shout-out about that. Yeah, that's going to be fun. So, it's kind of like a callback to our old Crappens mailbag. Yes, except it's voicemail bag almost. Yeah. Yeah. So, really excited to hear what you guys We don't get to interrupt because it's a voicemail, you see? (laughs) <laughs> so Ben should start doing this podcast so we can finish the sentence. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, everyone marked down that phone number. And now let us 
I dive. can't even look at myself. Like I look, Roddy, you look ra- it's wonderful. a Christmas ornament and I look like a fucking Christmas ornament. I really do. I'm like, I'm not sweating. It's just like some weird shine and everything's so smooth. I don't think I like it. I don't know how young people walk around like this. Ronnie, I think you have to just lean into the shine. Okay. We've all seen shiny faces before. <laughs> no one is judging you for it. Everyone understands that you're, you, you're post peel. And it's okay. Pre, I think I'm pre-peel. Oh, yeah, you're right. Pre-post-peel, but pre-actual peel. Because tomorrow I'm going to look like a dragon. Post-procedure, pre-peel. <laughs> P-P-P-P. Okay. okay you're I'm just going to cover my face. <laughs> cover my um, face. Uh, yeah, tomorrow you'll just be in a in a veil. So <laughs> I would like the next decade of this podcast to be just to me, just different every time you see me like a real housewife. Like I'm gonna, I started with Botox and I got my teeth lighten and then i got a little um chemical peel and then i'm just gonna start nipping and tucking and sometimes i'll come on like siggy in her first episode with just a whole face thing where i'm just in a face cast for a month i can't wait it's gonna be a fun journey guys it'll be great i'm excited for you um so speaking of fun journeys let's go back to real housewives of beverly hills uh we had a big cliffhanger the cliffhanger was that a tray of uh chicken tenders has arrived at Diana's party and uh, Erica has just turned the, I, I could just end it right there that the cliffhanger on Beverly Hills is that chicken fingers arrived after everyone's like oh, chicken fingers but actually it's that Erica turns to Crystal and says you can't have this it's a chicken tender yeah Porella DeVille over there what is she doing in that Cruella DeVille coat like she looks like she just killed 30 puppies Erica mm. at this Christmas party and she's and also, why does Diana have cr- chicken tenders at her party? You're rich. It is odd. I expect more than sliders and chicken tenders with ranch. Okay, maybe maybe it was a request from Asher. <laughs> probably it's like <laughs> mac and cheese and chicken he, tenders. He probably has all sorts of twee requests, like, oh, honey, we gotta have chicken tenders because growing up in Ohio, <laughs> we always had chicken tenders at every party. I don't know if he's from Ohio, but he gives me that vibe. I feel like he would say that sentence. Uh, so yeah she's like you gotta have this it's a chicken tender which is also kind of an asher really if you think about it and um (laughs) crystal's like uh she doesn't really know how to take that and so then erica just saunters off in her long stupid coat she's like all right i need another drink (laughs) where those puppies bring me a puppy (laughs) um and then rena's just staring blankly Brenna's in that point in her season, and we see at the end of the episode when we see the coming next week or whatever, Rinna does eventually go crazy this episode. Mm-hmm. But right now she's in that Rinna mode where she's just kind of like a blank station. Have you ever turned on your TV? You have a smart TV, right? Do they have like those smart TV stations? Like mine has LG stations, and you turn it on, it's like the Real Housewives, I mean, Beverly Hills 90210, the station. And it's just Jenny Garth. <laughs> That's- Is that Jenny Garth calling? Oh, I heard your call. You're- oh, do you need an interview? Hi, I'm Jenny Garth from the 90210 station. <laughs> but that's the look Rinna gives, where you just turned it to a random smart TV station, and she's just looking at it like, well, <laughs> I really I don't have anything to do today, so I guess I'll just watch this. <laughs> this blank look like she hasn't really shown up at school yet you know she's deciding so she's, what she's gonna do her next her next move 
I love that you compared Lisa Rinna to a Jenny, like a like a like a native television station to like a, a smart TV station featuring Jenny Garth. <laughs> That's what it always turns to. That or the World Series of Poker. I mean, I've watched so much poker not even meaning to just because that was the station i kept turning it to on accident while i ate my lunch you know? i'm gonna i'm gonna explore these uh these tvs that are i've got an lg also i want to see what what stations maybe they'll be like a jane they're below these. zero oh yeah, below zero just wow. go below zero okay yeah there's, there's some crazy shit on there man mm, below zero mediterranean <laughs> so <laughs> it's next it's don't next. put it past them man. don't put it past them so kathy walks in and well she's, she's not walking in but she's still she's still making her around to be like i'm back everyone so she goes and she kind of like fist pumps she goes or she gets mittens i guess she says to sheree and she's like i'm trying to think of when the last time i saw you and sheree's like i don't think you've ever seen me kathy and kathy's like oh no, of course i have I don't forget faces. She's like, mm, I don't know. I think this might be our first time meeting. <laughs> she's like, I definitely would have known if I'd met Kathy Hilton before. That's what she's saying. Sheree is doing that really high pitch. Like you're talking to someone that you don't know if they're, if they can hear you like a really elderly person, you know, like <laughs> it's time for your cello, Mima. <laughs> you know, she's definitely got that. <laughs> she is. Yeah. So and Kathy's like, well, with my eyes, you never know, do you? Because I have crazy eyes. And then we see a clip of her thinking Garcelle is Kyle, which, you know, is Kathy. Except that now that there's two black people on the cast, part of me is like, you know, Kathy just thought that was Garcelle. You know, I know. I mean, I was... part of us all had to think that. Yeah, you, you, I sort of got, I think that's why she suddenly just walked away because I think she realized, oh, shoot, I'm about to. This is about to turn bad for me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk away. Yes. My eyes. I don't um, know how Kathy's regular vision, but I know her white lady vision is probably pretty blurry. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say that. What are you talking about? She learned everything about race from Michael Jackson. So, <laughs> meanwhile, then we see Asher by like a music stand, and he's like, ma 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 be our guest, be our guest, ma 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 ma. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Damn it, Mother, I am going to get in that role. He's like swinging for the Beast. He never makes it. He's just always Chip. He's Chip swinging for the Beast role on tour. Yeah. But yeah, he's warming up, and then Diana's like, let's go inside for a bit. My fuckboy going to sing. So they all go in, and now they have to... Now listen, I was that kid where my mom was like, okay, Ronnie's going to sing a song for Christmas. Ronnie, do it. And then my cousins would all just sit around like, go for it. Go sing, go ahead. We all want to hear it, you know. And I was always so traumatized by it. But Asher's not traumatized by it, and that both makes me jealous in a way, but also it makes me hate him, you know? At least yeah. I had the self-respect to be traumatized by doing shit like this, Asher. Well, Asher Asher was the cousin. Asher was never asked to be the one to sing, and that's why he's so eager to sing now. He's like, finally, my moment. Also, I thought it was really funny as they all enter in. Lisa Rinna like sits down on the sofa and she just yells. She doesn't just say it. She yells. She goes, I'm going to sit right here if that's okay. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Thank you for the giant announcement, Lisa. So Rinna is also doing the um, elderly home care worker voice this whole time. She's like, wow, I'm going to sit in this chair. <laughs> is Asher going to sing? Is he going to sing? <laughs> so, Crazy. um, 
So then, uh, then Erica is like standing at his like little music stand and just like reading his what he's gonna sing. And Asher comes over and he's like, "You can't read those, girl. Get, get." You know he was pissed. He was pissed, but also like it sort of sounded like he was gonna sing like uh, an original song when he said that, and it was just like a standard Christmas carol. I know. I'm glad you need a music stand for this Christmas carol that you're about to do, Asher. <laughs> That Erica was just confused because normally Erica walks into a room for a show and they take those out of the room. You know, she's like, <laughs> "Hey, why are we leaving this here? Why? What is this thing?" Yeah, it's so the first time Erica, seeing musical notes. Yeah, so Diana's like, "Oh yes, Erica, with your Broadway background, <laughs> come sit by me, person I'm being nice to for no apparent reason right now. Come, come sit <laughs> by me." Mm. Uh, so then Erica, then Asher's like, "Hmm." Mm. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome. Everyone's looking amazing tonight. I'm going to bring you, I call, A Taste of Christmas, performed in the style of Royal Caribbean's uh, Journey to Journey to Barbados cruise line. Okay, everyone. Are we ready? <laughs> He's like, oh, I was like, stop, just stop, okay? Because first of all, he can kind of he can sing, you know. Uh, I mean, he did play Chip, okay? So yeah. he can sing, but that start that. It's like, no, please, please don't do this to me. Please, yeah, not, I, not on Christmas, not on Christmas. Is, listen, he didn't sound bad, but he didn't sound great. He was he was fine. He was he was uh, not good, not bad, just nice. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was good, I thought. He was good. Yeah, it's just the way good. he just does it's that cheesy. thing where he's like, I'm a sexy singer. So he's like, oh, oh, I was like, would you stop trying to get everybody to wet the couches when you're singing about the birth of Jesus? You know what I mean? <laughs> this is not like a come fuck me song, sir. Yeah. Okay. This was written about someone who was born to a virgin. There was not even <laughs> sexy times leading up to the song. Sir, can we stop trying to give people boners? I feel, you know, to me, it sounded very much like we could have been in Tomorrowland. Like we could have been getting hot dogs and someone was singing, like singing songs at Disney. It felt very amusement park. And like people who sing at amusement parks sing well, but they just sort of, there's just sort of like that, like that X factor sometimes that's missing. So, <laughs> oh, well, I'm not saying shit about theme park singers because that's a crew you don't want to mess with. Okay, I know you don't. You've never had a, a lunch ruined until a Cinderella flap flops a fucking tray of spaghettios in your face. Okay, you don't want to fuck with those people. They're mean bitches. Listen, I'm telling you that right you now. You know what? People say that I'm too nice on this podcast. So you know what? I'm finally taking a stand. I'm saying he sounds like. An taking park. a stand against a minimum wage Cinderella. Good for <laughs> yeah. you. Good no, I'm not taking a stand against them. <laughs> I'm taking a stand against Asher. Okay, because what I'm saying is they were acting like this was freaking Liza Minnelli and Dana Delaney here, and no, it's it's Tomorrowland. That's what it is. Okay, but Diana is, has like a lady boner, and you know she has one because she starts puckering her lips. It's like the only time that her tongue is not working over time is like when she gets her lips. She's like, mm. she's doing that squint, like her proud squint. And um, when he gets to the fall on your knees, I was like, we don't need your resume. <laughs> oh my God, just sing the song, sir. So then, and then Kathy starts to cry 
Kathy's like doing or like she's pretending to. She's wiping something. So as soon as she starts to cry, then everyone starts to pretend to cry because everyone wants to do what Kathy's doing. So then everyone is suddenly like Kyle is like trying so hard. She's like splashing. <laughs> she's taking like cups of water and pouring them on her eyes. And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> that was a so lot sad. of that was a lot of pantomime tears for sure. Um, and Renica's like it. Renica. Renna's like it is so magical. It is so magical. It's like what happened to the cold zone before it became the hot zone. Magic. <laughs> and uh, Erica, meanwhile, is chugging. And she's like, he's like, Noel. She's like, Noelle. Oh, holy fuck. My pussy's like a pie. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, shut up. Bless her heart. Can't sing at all. You know? Yeah. How many fucks do I give zero, zero? <laughs> oh, holy night, how expensive is it to be me? It's like, I uh, okay, you lost the thread there. <laughs> 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 so Garcelle is just looking at her like, oh, and she tells us, I think that Erica probably misses the spotlight. And, you know, this is the kind of spotlight that Erica is usually in. She's usually in a benefactor's home, just like Asher. <laughs> you know, it's like kind of a mirror story. If you think about it, Asher is in Tom. Asher is the Erica, you know, and Tom is the <laughs> Diana. And here sits Erica looking at her old life where she was the twink up at the yeah. microphone that everybody had to pretend to give a fuck about. <laughs> I, mm. I, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've doubted the level of Erica's drunkenness all season. I felt like some of it has been played up for antics, but now I think she really is wasted because Erica doesn't normally sing live. I feel like, I don't think we normally ever get to hear Erica's voice. She's normally singing to track. She's like letting that, that voice fly. And uh, oh, we've heard her, don't you remember? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, outside of a vocal lesson, outside of a vocal lesson, I was like, oh, she's letting it out <laughs> all, all that, all of that voice right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like a whole bus full of Muppets crashing into a you know mountain at one time, <laughs> but. It's also that she was acting like she was a real artist before because Tom was paying for her to have this career and renting out places for her to go sing in and tour in. And he was buying all of her singles that came out. For all of those of you who are like, where did she spend $20 million? iTunes. Okay. <laughs> Mostly. But yeah, she's used to pretending that she is an artist. So she would be like, I'm not singing live because that's what I do. It's my art. How dare you? But now that she's not. She's yeah. like, but I am an artist. Look at me. Oh, holy night. Oh. <laughs> so then, like, Asher <laughs> is, like, approaching the big note. the Like, the big note of the song. And then Erica's like, hit the high note. Which we all know he's not. No one's going to be able to do that in this room. Like, there's no one in this room that's hitting that high note. And um, and he didn't. I was didn't. surprised that he, he didn't even he go for that note. I was like, come on, Asher. You've got a freaking hundred millionaire over there sponsoring your little audition on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. You're not even going to put this in a key where you can hit that note. Pathetic. Yeah. Get out of here. Twink fired. Twink cut him. Cut. <laughs> I know. 
I was upset. I wanted him to go for that note. He couldn't do it though. He wasn't able Mm-mm. to do the big note. Yeah, I mean, even I think even Erica would have would have swung for it at least. I will give her that. But uh, yeah, she really did. <laughs> She's like, all right, go for the note. No way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> The house starts shaking. You just go outside some mudslide. The houses are just sliding down the hills of Beverly. <laughs> Tom's car comes down the cliff. <laughs> the son's car goes flipping over the house five times. <laughs> Commercials. Here comes one right now. So Crystal, yeah, Crystal's basically saying that that Erica has had too much to drink and her behavior is not respectful. And then Erica does something we've never seen her do, a falsetto. It was, I was like, this is, this is, <laughs> she's wasted. She's doing a false. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. Um, so then, you know, it's after the song, everybody's horrified you know and uh, for many reasons a lot of different reasons uh chicken tenders while watching someone's child bride not go for the noel plus you've got erica there you know so everyone's horrified so everyone is like merry christmas everyone merry christmas and um they're making small talk and telling uh kathy they love her bag and she's like this this antique is this bag is an antique basically it's basically an antique and someone's like, "That's from last season." She goes, "Well, that's an antique in Beverly Hills. <laughs> Look at Kyle's face. Am I right, everyone?" <laughs> Zing. Now, wasn't this the same bag that Diana was carrying around because it had that she said was like a quarter of a million dollars and trying to impress everybody? I'm not a bag queen, but mm. I'm asking because it was a little black bag with big diamonds on it, which is what Diana was like. Oh, these diamonds alone are worth the price of three Estonias. You know? <laughs> Um, I don't know, but I'm going to just say yes, because it's more funny that way. Or also yeah. also known as funnier. Um, so uh, now I said, I wrote down hors d'oeuvres. I'm so glad I wrote that down. Hors d'oeuvres, guys. And then uh, hey, uh, you're just bragging that you can type it. Horse d'oeuvres. No, I got a squiggle on that one. Because I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, I know, I, I, I mean, I know how to type it, but I just didn't type I it. Don't. I don't. I annoying... still cannot learn to type hors d'oeuvres or chlamydia. Or diarrhea. Those are like words that I just can't type. My body doesn't know how to, my brain can't form the letters. Here's what I don't like about hors d'oeuvres. I don't mind that it's hard to to spell. But what I do mind is that the iPhone is just like, no, I don't, I can't help you. Can't help you. But meanwhile, if you write, if you write, it's like with with hors d'oeuvres and T-E-H, iPhone's like, I have no idea what word you were going for. You're on your own. But if you write down like a word like tomato, they're like, oh, did you mean pharmaceutical? I'm like, no, I was writing t- tomato. <laughs> yeah, All of a sudden, it's really embarrassing. And that spell check doesn't even wait until it'll do it. Like after you press send, it'll suddenly rejumble everything. Now. I hate that. Like I was um, returning an email to Dan, right who is one of the guys on our our ad sales team, right for the podcast, mm-hmm. and he wrote us, and I wrote back like, uh, "Yes, that's great, thanks, Dan," and I pressed the send button, and then it rejumbled the last word to "thanks, fan." Who, I saw that. That was funny. Like, who the fuck do you think you are sending that to somebody who works with you? Like, thanks, fan. <laughs> I just tried to type in hors d'oeuvres right now on my iPhone, and this is what it changed d'oeuvres to. Doe response. 
Like where? Like like just <laughs> think about it for a second. Phone do response. Uh, could you please pass the or do response? Like why? Or it'll change a word while you're typing it, but do it incorrectly, and then it'll think about it and come correct the sentence. Which actually, you're thinking, oh my god, they're so smart now, but they always correct a sentence incorrectly right before you press send, and you just look like an idiot every time. They don't just correct the sentence. It's not like they put the apostrophe where they think the apostrophe. They like will fully insert other words. Like, you mean to write... Hey, I'll be home in five minutes. I'm like, oh, I think he meant to write, hey, I just saw Pamela at D'Agostino's. See you soon. I'm like, wait, no, there's not even a D'Agostino's <laughs> on the West Coast. I don't even know who Pamela is. Uh, so let's see. So then, um, Rena, Diana, Rena. <laughs> That's what I wrote. Diana, down Erica. There's and two Renas. There's two <laughs> Renas in this scene. Have fun. <laughs> no, Diana, Erica, and Rena are sitting down. And uh, like the she wants another Erica wants another drink. I think a waiter's there or something. And she's like, well, I think I'd like to have a champagne orgasm moment. No, well, there we go. That was the champagne <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> so Kyle is talking to Kathy, Sheree, uh, Sheree, and Garcelle. And um, Kathy's uh, Kyle's like, oh, by the way, uh, you guys are such a mess. Look at those fries on the floor. These fucking pigs. And this is something I'd learned working parties in that town. Just throw food on the floor and just leave it there. Someone has just like poured fries all over the floor and there's just fries all over the ground now. They're like, ah, you're pigs, all of you. Shame on you. Thank you. That's true. True. Pigs, pigs. So, or as I like to say, trash. Um, so now, uh, so Erica, meanwhile, turns to Rena and is like, girl, I'm so wet. Because uh, that's like yeah. the word that she likes to use now. And, yeah, she's and very the, young. She's very hip. I'm flat. And Rena's like, girl, I know. <laughs> I know, girl. She's like, Kathy, 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 how is Paris? How is she? I love Paris in the springtime. <laughs> Go for the high note, me. Um, by the way, the first like, child that Erica's ever asked about, of course, she's only going to ask about the famous kids. So then Kathy's like, oh, well, she's so happy. She's doing really, really well. Kathy, I want to say something. I want to get it off my chest. You invited me to a lot of events. And the truth is, I didn't want to bring my scorn and my fucking scarlet letter onto your daughters and onto you. I can't, I'm like, listen, Erica. It's cool that this is like your first big scandal, but I think Paris Hilton's, uh, I think when it comes to Scarlet Letters, Paris Hilton knows how to handle these. She's, she's, she's dabbled in it a little bit, so don't you worry. It's, it's so, that's adorable that you think that you're going to bring the scorn to Paris Hilton, but don't worry about it. Yeah, a Paris Hilton wedding. Yeah, I'm sure you're the only one who's ever had issues with that group of people. I'm like, uh, let's look at their family for a moment. Don't you worry about it, Erica. But that was so sweet of you to elevate yourself to that place where you could bring scorn to the Hiltons. Yeah, please. Conrad was there, wasn't he? I mean, give me a fucking break. So, um, I'm sure Brandon Kathy's Davis was there. Oh, God. I mean, we could go down the list and probably find like 35 Crazy Days and Nights threads. Uh, Kim Richards. Uh, Kardashians, uh, literally everyone. Uh, so, um, Kathy's like, oh, I understand, but you're always included, Garcelle. You're always included. And Erica's like, but the truth is, 
I'm just crying. It's okay, everybody. It's okay. I'm a woman scorn. It's like you only asked about somebody's fucking daughter so that you could sob about yourself. Ain't nobody going to feel sorry for you. Give back those earrings, ma'am. Okay? Yeah. Give back those earrings before you start crying to me about how victimized you've been. See, I really, you know, normally I would really be down for this little moment that Erica's having. I, God, I love when a real housewife does the soapy thing. It's like, I bring my scarlet letter. Like, this was actually Leanne Locken's specialty, was having a moment like, I would bring my scarlet letter to Paris Hilton. And it would just be the funniest thing ever. But Erica, I don't know, she's just not nailing it for me. I'm so sad. I should be loving this. (laughs) You know? Yeah, and uh, so she tries to make this big thing, and she's like, I'm just crying, the truth of you is Kathy. And Kathy stops her, and she's like, well, but you at least replied, because if you didn't reply, and that's a very different thing. You know, I hate when people don't reply, but you did, so I always understand people's feelings. You know, it was a waste of a blue Tiffany box and a lovely gift, but otherwise, what can I really say about it? <laughs> You know, Erica's like, and I knew you were adult enough to understand. And then Rinna's next to her crying. Rinna's crying on Erica. I'm like, okay, settle down now, Rinna. There's nothing to cry about in this moment. This is ridiculous. <laughs> They're ridiculous, those two. So then Erica's like, please explain to Paris and Nikki. It's not personal. You think Paris and Nikki gave a flying fuck that their mom's crazy <laughs> drunk friend? Yeah. <laughs> who, like, humps pianos everywhere she goes and tries to turn champagne flutes into, you know, champagne uh, microphones or whatever. Do you think they care that she didn't show up to the wedding? Please stop now. We, you, yeah. It's been enough. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, I, I I appreciate you elevating yourself in their lives uh, to to think that they would even care. They don't, probably don't even know that that. That she, Erica was invited to the wedding, okay? But she's like, it's just, I didn't want to bring that fucking shame onto something that should have been so beautiful. By the way, she looks fucking beautiful. I just want to let you know. <laughs> Diana's like, okay, let's change this up. She goes, cheers to that. Cheers to that. Okay. Okay, let's change the subject now. And Kathy's not amused, right? So she just gets up and walks away. She's like, yeah, I'm yeah. going to get it. I'm going to go inside because I'm a little uh, cold. Oh, really? Because it's pretty warm out here. Hot. I'm hot, so I'm going to go inside. Really? Because it's only about 70... I'm freezing. I'm just going. I'm going to go inside. <laughs> just, I prefer to be at a different temperature than this. Just whatever temperature it is, I just want to be there. So, so and Kyle, being Kyle, being the Christmas gift that is Kyle, mm-hmm. is like, so, other girls, <laughs> um, I was just thinking about Sutton and Diana thing at my house, you know? Wow. Wasn't that something? Anybody have anything to say about that? <laughs> okay. Well, have they left? I wouldn't even think that she would come here tonight, Sutton. But Sutton was really excited to come. Like, literally one hour before we were about to leave, she tested positive for COVID. And I was on the phone with her for 30 minutes over it. 30 minutes over COVID. And, like, the thing that kills me about Sutton, I do get that she's, like, really lonely feeling. And when she said to me the other night, like, I have to be alone now for Christmas, that broke my heart. And I was like, Sutton, just because you're not in a marriage that's going into its 26th successful year, as documented by The Knot, does not mean that you have to feel alone. It just means you don't have a husband who you can share a cover with of a wedding magazine. And that's it. (laughs) 
So Garcelle's like, yeah, you know, she was saying, well, since you've had COVID, maybe you can come see me on Christmas. And Kyle goes, me? She said, no, me, Kyle. She goes, oh, thank God. <laughs> because, yeah, I wouldn't do that. I would let her call me and just put it on speakerphone so I could listen to her being alone. That, that sounds kind of fun, actually. <laughs> maybe if she just hears two people that aren't alone and have never been alone for 25 years, she won't feel alone. She can just sort of <laughs> pretend like she's part of our marriage, which she's not, of course, but she can pretend. So then uh, Kathy comes over and Sheree's like, Kathy, my old friend, would you like some juice juice? <laughs> and Kathy is like, oh, my God, Erica's getting out of control, guys. She's getting out of control. <laughs> She actually thinks she was invited to Paris's wedding. I don't know where she got that notion. She's really wasted. And Garcelle goes, well, did you know she told my son to fuck off my 14-year-old? <laughs> yeah, and, Kath and Kathy's like, well, you don't ever want to put yourself in a position of drinking and losing control, that's for sure. And Kyle goes, well, no, but like to be open and honest, like she's kind of like loosening up, sort of like how all the ladies were around Jamie Lee Curtis, my friend. And, you know, she's just feeling more free around all of us. And just, you know, she's kind of like making little mistakes. And we, we got to cut her some slack, guys. And Garcelle's like, you can cut her some slack. I don't need to cut her some slack. Which, you know, that got, that got some double snap claps from me. I was like, yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's true. And then dun, dun, dun. And then you just see Erica chugging outside like, Oh, holy blood. <laughs> My blood has got a blood. Oh, God. <laughs> Someone help Erica. So then she says, she's still sitting with Rinna and um, Diana. And she's like, can I be honest about who inspired me to take care of my mental health? It's her daughter. Amelia, I'm on Lexapro, and guess what? Now I'm on Mobitrubin and Boobalubin and <laughs> X-Factor, an American Idol, and yeah, I had a few drinks, but the truth is, I'm okay. Yeah, you seem like you're doing great. So does Amelia, actually. Wow, you two are, you two are really killing it. <laughs> so Garcelle's like, well, I know we're all friends, but sometimes we can't be in denial just for the safety of our friendship. I mean, seeing her in Mexico on the boat, she was out of control. And then seeing her at my party, and also tonight, I mean, Asher's singing and she's shouting out. I mean, I don't know which one sounded worse, to be honest. <laughs> And Kyle's like, well, I think I'm just like ultra sensitive is someone says that this person's drinking too much. Honestly, right, Kathy? Because of our sister Kim, right? Oh, really? And then Kyle tells us it's very dangerous to throw labels out like that. You know, drinking too much. You know, Garcelle is trying to bait me into saying that. And she's not going to do that. She's not baiting you. She's pointing out the fucking obvious. Erica's a goddamn mess. You know, meanwhile, Erica's like sucking a drink from a Christmas ornament, which... You know, granted, that is what they're being served in. Yeah. But, you know, just singing babbly, babbly words out there to herself. She's in, she's got a problem, okay? I just love Kyle saying it's dangerous to throw labels around like that. Like, I was like, are we going to play the famous season one quote, you're a goddamn alcoholic? Is that, are we going to, are we going to play that clip right now? Although in that case, she was right. But either way. Um, well, it's only okay if Kyle gets to use it for a storyline. Yeah. Know? Yeah, Kyle's basically pulling... She's actually... What she's really doing is she's not admonishing Garcelle for suggesting that Erica could have a drinking problem. She's admonishing Garcelle uh, so that way she can show the stuff that she's been through. And she's sort of like one-upping hardships right here. <laughs> yes. 
Um, so she's like, yeah, well, uh, I just get nervous because, like, that's a label, and that just makes me go, ah! And Garcelle's like, well, I'm just saying that there doesn't need to be an excuse made for something. It can just be bad. It's bad. That's it. It's like, you don't have to label it. You don't have to yeah. come out with some just Kyle bullshit sloppy. to excuse it. It's just, it's obviously embarrassing, right? Yeah, exactly. And Crystal basically says something about how Kyle's idea of a friendship is that you back someone 100%, with, you know, and, and Crystal's version of a friendship is that you, you know, like a good friend will call me out, not just back me blindly. I'm like, okay, thanks, Crystal. All so- 14 of them. <laughs> Listen, if I do something bad and I don't have 14 friends unfollowing me, <laughs> I'm pissed. Okay. Uh, so uh, Kyle's like, saying, this is not her normal behavior, guys. And Garcelle's like, well, you can say that because you've known her more. I can't say that. She's like, come on. Can't you be a little bit open-minded and say that? <laughs> Garcelle's like, um, I've seen her attack Sutton like it was nobody's business, Kyle. She's like, but that wasn't drunk behavior, though. I mean, yeah, who cares? Like, it's shitty behavior. Like, yeah. And at that time, you guys were saying, well, she's just going through a hard time. It was the same thing. It's like, no matter what she does, you guys just say, well, she was going through a hard time. Yeah. Um, so now back to Erica. Erica's like, you know what? I couldn't have made it through this important time in my life without Lisa Rinna and her daughters and other people who surrounded her. There was a little mouse that comes out. Gave me some good advice, but it asked for 10% of my income. I said, get the fuck out of here. You want to take 10% of my my debt too, rat? But that was the only person at the house I really didn't like. If it weren't for Lisa Rinna and her daughters. Also, Harry Hamlin teaching me things about anthrax in a Tom Brokaw voice. That helped <laughs> a lot, too. Hey, and that little guy from Love Island that one of those girls was dating, he taught me some things about space that was cool too i learned so much gotta say i learned so much and rena hypocriting it up as well it's like and that is what everyone is here for you know what i love to do help out alcoholics (laughs) and never say they're near death (laughs) and never try to strangle them (laughs) in restaurants (laughs) i was like yeah you're real sensitive too rena yeah. So Erica's like, you know, but when you when you want to pass it up and make it ugly and make it like, oh my god, we just don't understand you, Erica. That's when you're ready to sip shit. Sorry, sipping. Like it made no sense. Moment. Yeah. No, it's I didn't okay. Really but it made, I was it. giving a look anyway. But it didn't really make any sense. It's like Erica's saying, okay, you know, I'm going through a hard time, but it's when people turn it against me and try and make it. Like, it's some kind of a bad thing. That's when it becomes a problem. It's like, it is a bad thing, Erica. And what you're going through is a bad thing, too. And you're not helping, you know? You can go through a you can go through a hard time. But if you lash out at other people because of that, that's, like, not a good thing. So, uh, Rita is, like, she sees that Erica is going down the wrong path. So, she's like, oh, well, thank you for this beautiful party. It's beautiful. Uh, it's our first time out. So, you know, we need to go home and go to bed now. Because that... That singing was just, it was beautiful. Uh, we gotta go. We gotta go. Yeah, and Diana's like, well, there are rooms here. She's like, oh, you're gonna stay here, Erica? Are you? She's like, are you kidding? I live right down the road. And by the road, I mean those stairs that lead to the lower level. <laughs> hey, Asha, bring Rick Astrophy Key down with you on your way to bed, honey. <laughs> so and then Garcelle comes in. She's like, well, I'm saying goodbye. Everyone's like, we should go too. <gasps> 
And um, and then Erica's like falling on the sofa and everything. And she's like, I love you all. It's just sort of like a sloppy moment. She's trying to be like a fun drunk. It's just not working. And I have to say, it's a, one of the first characters on TV that I haven't fall, fallen for. I mean, my favorite show is AbFab. I love a good middle-aged lady, you know, middle-aged lady falling down out of drunkenness. I love it. Okay. Mm. But yes, if you can't even make that work, um, well, that's it, a trope that gets deliberate. me every time. It's too deliberate. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, people are saying, like Kyle's saying, well, no, she's loosening up. We're finally getting just the real Erica. I'm like, no, she's just road testing a new personality that she's learned from her gaze. And it's like, it's still just not quite authentic to her. If or at least it's not coming off that way. So yeah. it's like, eh, eh, not as fun as it should yeah, be. Yeah. So now Diana and Garcelle are kind of there awkwardly so diana's like thank you so much for coming and then the tongue comes back out also i don't know if i mentioned this um i have to keep a napkin here just for the diana tongue segments but uh i don't know if i mentioned this last week but did you notice that her daughter also does the mini tongue version of her when Uh, they show her daughter her tongue comes out like a little fist like "Mm." i was like oh god but now are you talking about the daughter who's like 21 or the daughter who's like 21 months no, or the both. daughter who's here. Well, I'm sure the twenty month, year, twenty one month year old does it too. Just like commercials, here comes one right now. So, uh, so anyway, Diana's like, <laughs> my behavior at your party was inappropriate. It really was. And Sutton said some things, and she literally pressed every button there is to press. And then we see a flashback of, you're an asshole. You, you know, she's a fucking asshole. You are a soulless person. Motherfucker. Motherfucker, soulless person. <laughs> but, you know, you come in. You just came in in your beautiful white dress. And I lashed out in the rudest way. Really, I did. Really. And then we cut back to her going, Oh, are you her bodyguard? Hmm? Are you her mouthpiece? Hmm? <laughs> and she's like, so I really apologize. And Garcelle's like, mm, thank you for that. She's like, I just always feel this part of Garcelle, you know. I see it in your eyes that you're like me. And Garcelle's like, hmm. Well, thank you for the night. <laughs> okay. She's like, thank you well, for I'm apologizing. Well, I'm not actually racist, but thank you. Thank you for everything else. And Diana's, so Diana tells us, I really enjoyed Garcelle tonight. She seemed to be at ease. You know, she was approachable. And I don't know if it's me or her or maybe Sutton not being here, but I don't know. Lick, lick. Yeah, she does her innocent blink. Like, maybe it's just Sutton not being here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, we've already had 10 years of these women trying to other people that they don't like. And I'm certainly not going to listen to it from you. Pass. Go fuck your your little toddler in a, you know, Gallagher wig who tries to (laughs) sing at pianos. Okay? Can't with you. A Gallagher wig. (laughs) Downgraded (laughs) from Dana Delaney. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd at like least give him, a, give, give, give him like a, let's see if it's not, is it a seal? Oh my God. Seal award was in my dream last night. I'm just realizing as I said, seal award is in your dreams way too much. Like this is actually officially a problem now. Okay. Cause this is not, <laughs> this is not even the second time that you've said that or the third time that you said that Dana Delaney. I mean, uh, seal award spends too much time in your dreams, but you so, know what though? You know what though? Uh, ha- Asher, maybe a better comparison is Asher may have Patricia Callenberg here, as in the woman who played Georgie on Sisters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not Georgie. <laughs> but think about it, visualize it, Ronnie, and tell me I'm wrong. Talk about a broken teacup. <laughs> 
think of that. And by the way, for anyone who doesn't know about the show Sisters, please look it up because it's a drama that has been forgotten to it. Like in this world of reboots and like and nostalgia plays and reunions and rewatches, Sisters. It's no like one's no one doing even, Sisters. No one seems to know what even happened. Mm-hmm. Like people are like, was there a show called Sisters? It was a show with George Clooney, Ashley Judd, Swoozie Kurtz, Celia Ward. Do I need to go on? Hello. Yeah, no one in Hollywood's like, I wonder, I wonder what Georgie would be doing in 2022. <laughs> ah, poor Georgie. <laughs> so inside, they're up to some shenanigans, some Hiltonanigans, <laughs> with Kathy hiding, <laughs> Kathy hiding Kyle's purse. Yeah. They're so wacky. And um, they're like, oh my God, they're, we're so funny. We love hiding things from each other. And then we see the time where Kyle and Kim hid Brandy's crutches at game nights and called her a slut pig. That was fun. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Paul Rudd. I also want to say Paul Rudd was also on Sisters. It was super sarcast. Super sarcast. <laughs> okay, so let's go over to PK and Dorit at home for another whitewash. You know, you got to love a PK and Dorit scene because whenever they do something terrible, they just whitewash it. They still spend an entire episode just pouring the lime on it. Another whitewash. That's the name of their sitcom. Um, so yeah, they're there. PK walks into the living room and he's like, honey, I'm a little bit jaded. I feel all right, but I'm a bit jaded. That's <laughs> uh, not the word PK. In America means something else being jaded. All right. <laughs> it's different in the US than it is in the English British Isles of Vancouver, Jamaica. Well, then what's the word that you use when you've had so many Pringles that they no longer delight you? Well, I guess that is jaded. <laughs> but I thought you were going to talk about something else. <laughs> so PK's like, well, I had to deal with mom and dad today on the because of all the press that came out. And then we see the headline, PK Kemsley was arrested on suspicion of DUI in California a month after his wife Dorit was robbed at gunpoint in their L.A. home. I was yeah. like, even the headlines. I feel like even the headlines are constantly making excuses for people. It's not just the other people on reality TV. It's like, BK was pulled over, but his wife was out. It's like, okay, but he was still pulled over. Don't, don't put that in the headline. Don't let PK off of this, Daily Mail. <laughs> Please. So, um, you know, so PK, so Dorit tells us, gee, three weeks ago, just about the time that I had just witnessed the chicest wind chime I'd ever seen, PK went to a work dinner and he was driving home after having a glass of wine, a non-chic glass of wine, and he got pulled over and brought to the station. PK doesn't work? What's PK's job, by the way? Again. So we see news clips, and then Teresa's like, and then here we are, weeks later, and suddenly the press have found out, magically, it's all magic! Vanderpump's just there yeah. petting her swan. Like, <laughs> in a gem, In a gemstone vest and tie. <laughs> as swinging, swinging back and forth on a giant chandelier that Nicolene has made that looks like a clock. <laughs> <laughs> magic, darling, Magic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what were they going to... I mean, look, I mean, who, they don't have anyone else to blame anymore for these strange leaks. What are they going to do? And they don't even bother. Like, Vanderpump's not there anymore, so she's still blaming somebody. She just doesn't know who it is now, right? <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, Dorit said that she found out the next day um, because PK was really upset. And then he went to London and now she's like, and now we're having to have the conversation again. And I'm now I'm annoyed again because I have to have it for TV. We did not want to put this on TV. And now the producers are saying we have to have this conversation. So we're having it. Gee. But, but babe, I haven't told you the anxiety that I went through. I haven't updated you yet, babe, on that. And she's like, what are you talking about, Picky? He's like, well, you know, first of all, here's what happened. They asked me to blow into a machine, babe. All right. They said the legal limit is 8.8. And I was at 0.81. You know, and I just didn't want to worry you where I was. And that's why I didn't call you, babe. <laughs> and she's like, gee, so you were pulled over by the police on suspicion of DUI. And you were anxious about worrying me about you being up late. Gee. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, you know, all, all I wanted to do was call you, but I couldn't because my hands were behind my back. You see, look at that. And then uh, actually... I'm just realizing right now for the first time, I can't actually get my hands behind my back, which is odd. It's not. You know, I'm going to try and touch my toes right now, babe. Right, and it's not that I was, not that I was uh, handcuffed or anything, but the police officers decided let's do a field day. They put my, tie my hands behind my back and we did relay races. That's all, babe. That's all that happened, babe. <laughs> and then, um, you know, I was handcuffed a second time and then I had to blow into it. And this time they just came up with cool Doritos. Cool over Doritos. That's just a kind of chip picky. <laughs> so then they flew me to Canada so I could try ketchup ruffles. Wow, delicious. <laughs> then I came back. That's not even an amount of drunkenness, PK. All right, they got me 400 over 222. That's a blood pressure peak. <laughs> Funyuns. Turns out potato chips can involve onions. Delicious, babe. Delicious. So he says that he got, he wasn't booked after all because by the time they blew it again, he was under the limit now. So even though he was driving drunk, he, by the time they did it again, he wasn't drunk anymore. To which I say, LA cops, like, what the hell? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> They're like, just take a break over there for a while, okay? It'll be fine in just a minute. I feel sir. like that happened to January Jones also. Didn't she have a, a thing that happened and then Bobby Flay came to rescue her? It was so weird. It was a weird, strange thing that I'm surprised has not been turned into a true crime podcast. So then um, <laughs> so then PK's like, listen, babe, babe, there, there isn't a husband in the world after what you've been through that's going to call you at four in the morning. I was like, well, weren't you supposed to be driving home after dinner? Why is it four in the morning? I don't understand that part either. Even if you were brought downtown to the station and this is after a work, a work dinner, we're talking like 11.30, 1 a.m. max. But 4 a.m., there's more to the story. There's more to the story. Yeah, or something weird there. And she's like, but PK, there's only one thing that's extremely important in our marriage. We don't lie to each other. It's not a big lie, not a little lie, not a big little lie, at least season two, because that was a real disaster. And not a true lie, because that movie starred Jamie Lee Curtis, and I've already <laughs> bought 19 chic wind charms and a contraption that somehow keeps things hot and cold. <laughs> <laughs> we don't lie to each other. So, um, yeah. So, so then she's, she's basically like, um, she's like, if I think for one second that you'd lie to me, you'd crush me in two seconds. And you know what sort of noise I'd make? This noise. Yeah! 
Oh gosh. So basically she's like, listen, we're married. We lie to people together. You don't lie to me. Okay. You got that, buddy? And uh, he's like, well, but I can, I won't ever lie to you, but I can sometimes delay telling you or choose my time to tell you. And she's like, don't do it again. I'll kill (laughs) you. Um, so that's their, they're like, oh, wasn't that fun, that scene when PK, you know, was accused of being drunk, but he wasn't really drunk at all that time when he had a job, you know, that he was at drinking for. I'm like, God, you guys add a lot of bullshit into your scenes. (laughs) I know. So then we go over to Erica's tiny little shack and there's hair extensions everywhere. And Erica's like holding them up or playing with them. And she's like, diva, mermaid, and asa, 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 Yeah. And she's sitting there with her publicist, Jack, and Laya, and Mikey, basically all her employee friends, and they're just sort of sitting around looking at the hair. Yeah, the friend employees. And Jack's like, well, we have five colors, okay? We have a clip and sample as well to try on. And Mikey's like, I am so glad this is happening. I'm Mikey, sitting here cross-legged in a sweater, not even putting clothes on you. That's my arc this season, <laughs> and I'm so glad to have it. <laughs> yeah. So Rena comes over. She's like, oh, oh, I didn't know the whole gang was going to be here. You guys. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. And you took photos, Erica. So pretty. I love these photos. <laughs> oh, God. What are you guys going to drink? Because I want to drink something, and I don't know what to order until you guys order something. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> You know, I already know what it's like to have it all. Chamomile tea on a private jet, a big closet, a panther ring, a man who couldn't walk down the hallway with tripping over his own nuts. God, but I know that I'm going to work my ass off and I'm going to get everything back. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to work my ass off. And we see like one month earlier, earlier, Erica had a photo shoot. I was like, wow. Wow, Erica took uh, some pictures out by the dried up water fountain outside her neighbor's house. (laughs) Working that ass off. Also, I hope she enjoyed her wonderful luxury vacation in in Hawaii with uh, Rena and Diana. And uh, that she just got home from this week. Uh, That's working her ass off. God, really doing it. Doing it. Yeah, what was that about? (laughs) So that, that was funny because... Well, we already talked about this, I guess, on Take a Seat, right? Is that where we talked about it? Yeah, we did, yeah. Take a Seat, Monday night, 7 p.m. Pacific on Spotify Live. But yeah, we were talking about that a little. I just love that Erica posted that clip right when all of this other news was posted. She gets served when she gets back from the, or when she gets back from Hawaii to the airport. She gets served all these papers for this new lawsuit. And then that day, to show how unbothered she is, she puts up this montage of them in Hawaii. You know what it was to? The song it was to? Wipe what? out. The song is to wipe out. Okay. The song is wipe out. The whole video is and it ends. Wipe out. It's like how fitting. Was it was it Who fat- made this montage? <laughs> was it the Fat Boys remix from the eighties? No. No, it's the Ridge. Oh, okay. Um yeah. <laughs> out. Working funny. so hard. <laughs> so uh, then Erica tells us, she gives us her shark, t- her shark Tank pitch. She goes, why hair? Because I've worn it all. Every type of extension, clip-in, ponytail, tape, keratin. 
masking tape, glue, Elmas, rubber cement, you name it, I've worn it on stage for over a decade. Every type of blonde hair, because that's the only hair that matters. I've worn it all! What does that have to do with anything? That's like me becoming like a fucking doctor because I'm allergic to a lot of things. It's weird. Like, who yeah. cares? So Ren is like, Major! 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 I'm just gonna keep saying that. Major! Major! And she's like, um, all right, everybody leave. Well, Mikey, you can stay. Jackie, I love you. Liar. Change one letter in your name. You're a fucking liar. Get the fuck out of here till tomorrow. We'll give you back the A. <laughs> okay, it's just us now. What do you guys want to discuss? My new album? <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. Trying to put that out of my brain. <gasps> Listen. <laughs> so... Yeah, our, our girl was shit-faced at the party. I mean, you were slurring your words. Did you black out when you got home? Did you got... Were, were people sniffing cocaine in your head when you blacked out when you got home? Oh. And she's like, well, I hit my head and I vomited. <laughs> and she tells us that the holidays are hard for everybody, and especially this year, because, you know, you have a memory of your family. We'd seen chestnuts roasting on an open fire one year. Tom's actually were. I said, Tom, get your nuts out of the fire. He said, sorry, I didn't even realize they were in there. Must have tripped. <laughs> just remembering when things were great. Holidays are tough because it was the holidays when I found out that jingle bells, jingle bells, that Batman actually smells. I always thought he smelled <laughs> wonderful. But he smelled and Robin laid an egg. It was, it's a hard time the holidays. You, you, you learn things about your heroes you never want to know. You know, you have holidays, you look and you think everyone's just a fucking given. These days, not even widows or orphans will spare me a dollar. You know what I'm saying? I just don't want you to see my scarlet letter. You know, the holidays are a tough time. I think often about my grandma. She was run over by a reindeer, just so you know. It's tough. <laughs> <laughs> It's a tough time. I don't want to bring my grandma's scarlet letter onto the scene, you know. I'm so much shame. Oh. So Erica's like, well, this is the fallout from everything that's happened. And she tells us she doesn't want to be sad and depressed. She wants to have a good time, you know, and she wants to have fun. And, oh, so big deal. She overdid it. And Rena's like, yeah, but with antidepressants, having one drink is like having five. Now, if you're going to have a pill while you drink, here's my gigantic bag of pills. <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious while I was drinking two seasons ago. <laughs> okay, we're going to put that away now and pretend that never happened, okay? <laughs> I need everybody on the internet to say what a good person I am by helping my friend who's now an alcoholic. Everyone's <laughs> okay. like, you're out of control. And Mikey goes, as someone who's known you for 12, almost 13 years. Yes, I've been hitching my wagon to this horse for a long time, okay? You're not a drinker, babe. It's just two things that are not mixing, okay? Fab! And um, Ren is like, she is gonna hear what we have to say, period. End of stories. <laughs> um, so Erica's like, well, you know, it's reckless. The truth is, I can hurt myself. I mean, I just can't do it like that, I guess. And she goes, you went through tremendous trauma. Ah! Your husband turned out to be someone none of us had any idea who he was. None of us. None of us knew Erica. None of us. I'm 
doing my lifetime whispering voice, Erica. I'm doing my lifetime whispering voice. This is how I told Harry to talk when he was going to pretend to be Tom Brokaw announcing news about anthrax. You have to deal with it because you're married to him and you went to this place because it's out of a lot of pain. So um, then Renna tells a story about how her sister died of a drug overdose and um, her sister was in pain, but not an addict and she was self-medicating. So um, she basically is telling Erica, you you're, you got to rein it in. And Erica's like, ah, you know what? I pushed it too far and I did the wrong thing. Of course, I'm talking about my, my vocals. Uh, I went for a high note. Shouldn't have done that. Should know. Just I've got three notes in my register. C, D, and E. Just stay with those three notes. Don't try to push I've it. learned my lesson. Next time I'm shit-faced and looking amazing, I'm going to let Asher do the harmonies. <laughs> I've learned. I've learned. <sighs> so Rena's like, we all hit rock bottom. <laughs> I do it every five years or so. <laughs> it's fine. Usually leads to some kind of endorsement deal. So don't worry. But I think right now, this is yours. It's like, oh, no, honey. Oh, oh no. no. Erica has not hit rock bottom until she's driving a pink Corvette around selling t-shirts that say it's expensive to be me out of her trunk. Okay. Yeah. That's something I predicted six years ago, and I still think that's gonna happen. I will move back to West Hollywood when that happens. Let me tell you something. You don't hit rock bottom until you're arrested under false charges and slip out of the handcuffs and say, I'm gonna kill you all. And then turn into You haven't hit rock react. bottom until you've got a bologna sandwich in your face. <laughs> With a mustard packet embedded inside it. <laughs> That's rock bottom. Okay, so now we get little shots of Christmas. It's Christmas, everybody. Uh, Crystal's having like a family and friend Christmas, and um, Rinna is, um, you know, lucky that she got to have so many Christmases with Lois. Garcelle went to Vegas, and she's like, you know, we do the usual family things where we all wear matching pajamas. And I was like, you lost me there. <laughs> you know, we do the, the family things that we, you know, we wear matching pajamas, and my sons can just write it down in their notebook for their future therapy appointments. You know, it was great times. So, uh, but Sutton had COVID. She's like, I had COVID during Christmas. Nothing better than spending Christmas Day alone. So I bought myself a Christmas present. It was a ring. I had to open something on Christmas morning. Oh, and then I did get a FaceTime from Kyle, which was just her and Mauricio kissing for about five <laughs> minutes straight. You know how they have those um, TV channels you can turn it on and you just see the fire? It's just the fire, the fire logs, whatever. Well, Kyle did that with Mauricio, but they were just holding each other's hands, going like, kind of moving their hands like that. That was my fire on Christmas. I so tried thank to, you, Kyle I, and Mauricio. I, I tried to change the channel, but it was either that or Jenny Garth. So I said, I guess I should watch <laughs> Kyle. Uh, so now we go to Garcelle's house, and she's in the kitchen with Jade talking about how she's going to do an audio version of her book. Uh, she's like, you know, I'm doing that so it's harder for people to throw them into the trash, Erica. <laughs> I'll find a way, bitch! I forgot about that. Uh, and he's really supportive. He's like, books suck. I hate books. I hate reading. I can barely read myself. I hate it. Ah! She's like, well, that's great. Glad I bought you $1,500 worth of sneakers. <laughs> So then Sutton comes over and, um, you know, it's cute, I guess. So she comes over and um, she's like, when do I have to stop saying Merry Christmas? When is that? And they say January 6th. 
which I think is like a weird date to choose. Like the Christmas holiday just officially died on January 6th. Well, we all know that the new tradition of Christmas is that we stop. The Christmas spirit ends if there's ever an insurrection on the Capitol. And unfortunately, (laughs) that did come true. (laughs) Christmas turns into let's just take over the White House so rapidly, doesn't it? Well, it goes from the Christmas spirit to let's attack cops with American flag spirit. So, you know. (laughs) You know, when I saw Santa fly off with that red cap on, I said, (laughs) bye, Santa. Sorry it's so short this year. Uh, so funny um so good <laughs> make america christmas again <laughs> same year buddy is that santa claus with a viking hat walking through the capital a viking hat santa claus put on your shirt listen i'm done for the year i get to do what i wanted to now Oh, oh, oh. Is that Santa Claus in Nancy Pelosi's office? I came in through the chimney. It was not an insurrection. I got myself a gift this year. It's Nancy Pelosi's laptop. So then they sit and talk, and uh, Sutton's like, well, so Garcia goes, yeah, 2022, huh? Well, I'm just so hopeful. But what I'm really looking forward to is I'm going to make a meaningful change in myself and so it goes oh uh uh-huh yeah i want to be better i need to stop losing my temper (laughs) oh you mean diana well thank you for blowing right past my self-help journey go ahead Sutton. please yeah we'll just i guess we'll just leave it for everyone to assume what that change will be thanks Sutton. (laughs) so i'm gonna start wearing odd poncho sweaters okay go ahead (laughs) ahead. sorry i just needed to get that on the record So uh, Garcelle talks about how she went to Diana's house. It was gore. Dot, 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 dot. Adjust. That's how gorgeous mm. it was. It was gore. Adjust. And uh, she's, oh, and Asher sang. It was great. I felt like I was back on the Norwegian queen boat as we floated by Italy. God, it was what a beautiful trip that was. Anyway, he sang a song and uh, I nearly cried. Were the blind tenors not available? That's my other question, you know? Like, Yolanda did it better. And I have to say, that's sad. Because Yolanda really didn't try all that hard. (laughs) She had, like, the five blind tenors downstairs. Who else did she have over there with David Foster? When she's like, listen to my love sing song. (laughs) (laughs) She basically had those three tenors living living out. saw in the basement until she was like okay you can come up now (laughs) that's how she should have done it to asher asher should have been like in a little crate downstairs that they unlocked for him to come up and sing. not to be confused not to be confused by the way of when they went to wally's in beverly hills and they went to like a back room and she's like ladies and gentlemen andrea bocelli which i just i still say that i still announce that in my head like i'll go to like yogurt land and be like um okay do you guys have any of the cookies and cream oh and by the way ladies and gentlemen andrea bocelli and i just imagine him coming around the corner with like a container what was his song that he sang oh yes the bellagio fountain song he does bellagio pop fountain yeah 
taught. <laughs> now there is a boner. Now that I got a boner for. Uh, yeah. Pasta and beautiful singing. Bone town. Um, so yeah, so they're talking about her house, and Garcelle's like, yeah, and you know, Erica was once again more than tipsy, and we should look into that. And Zach goes, well, I'm not looking into anything. Okay, that's gonna go over well. Hey, excuse me, Erica. I think you might have a problem. Okay, I'm, I'll get my face eaten off. I'm gonna get my face eaten off if I do that. Listen, I say the same thing when Kyle Richards says, "Here's my famous salmon." I'm not gonna touch it. Okay, I'm not gonna touch it. Well, how are you? How was COVID and Christmas alone? I mean, I know the kids were with Christian, and that was a bother. God, man, something really did go through it. Jeez. I know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she was like, well, I am alone. And I just thought this is like, this is my life as a single person. I got to fix that. You know what? When I, I'm going to go back on those dating apps. And instead of saying, now you stop messaging me, you motherfucker. I'm going to say, okay, I will go on a date. Yeah. So now she's going to go on a date. And she's like, yeah, being alone, it made me soften my shell down a little bit. Um, you know, what else am I doing with my life? And she says that Christian now has a very serious girlfriend. And she's like, and that girl was in Italy with my family. And I didn't know about that. So that's that's a conversation. We're going to have not right now because right now I'm being fun that sudden. So <laughs> hold on. Let me finish this text. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. <laughs> okay. What are we talking about? My changes. That's right. My changes for 2022. Uh, oh, wait. I just got a text. Christian says, okay, chill out. We're not really in Italy. We're just in the Capri room at Buco de Beppe. Okay, that makes it better. <laughs> that makes it better. He's just here in Encino. Uh, so basically, she said that she got so lonely on Christmas that she called every ex-boyfriend she ever had. And Grissel goes, what? <laughs> she says, did you give someone COVID? She goes, no, I called them on the phone. I called them, which is what everyone wanted here on Christmas. Everyone wants to speak on the phone with their ex-girlfriend, Sutton Strack, on Christmas. That girl I dumped just called me and cried about having COVID. No one called me. No one called me on Christmas. <laughs> so now it's a little bit, now it's like there's a commercial break or whatever. And now we're at Sutton's house and Sutton's with Joshua. And they're trying to figure out her look for date number five, her fifth date of the year. Um, well, uh, I think the 365 year, not of the new year. So she's like, I've been on five dates in the last year, and I want someone who is tall. I like someone that has a job, someone that's educated, someone who's not a motherfucker. Just that. I just don't want him to be in a creepy, unmarked white van, okay? Is that too much to ask? <laughs> no, And I like when he goes, she's like, yeah, it's date number five. And he's like, um, five, I thought it was four. Hold on, I'm checking my Apple Watch. Um, oh yeah, your activity levels are really low. So do some arm circles while you talk. Do some arm circles. She's like, okay. I just, here's what I want to do. I want to look relaxed, but I don't want to look slutty. And he's like, oh God. He's <laughs> like, I went to college. I went to college. Okay, this is my job. The producer asks Sutton if she's ever thought about having just a friends with benefits situation. She goes, no, what friend? I have gay friends. I'm not sure they want that benefit. <laughs> oh, so uh, they're going through clothes, and she's she's like, "This one's cute," and he goes, "Yeah, but that looks a little Valentine's ish." And then we see a clip of her going, "Yeah, well, we were on Valentine's Day weekend vacation, and he broke up with me." And Brendan's like, "Oh, on the weekend." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so um, now we're over at Kyle's house and Dorit shows up and her flock of untamed rabid dogs go and greet her at the door. I'm surprised they don't eat her purse. And I'd uh, just like to point out that Kyle is in a pink sweater trying to serve tea, talking in an English accent, <laughs> in her house with Kathy's floor that's full of dogs. I mean, Kyle, try harder. With Caroline Stanbury's pink neon art. So actually, mm-hmm. but, but it was actually that pink neon art first made an appearance at Erica's, well, on this show, on Eric in Erica's office that she had downtown. So then Kyle's, right. Kyle goes, did you drive here yourself? And Tree goes, I did! <laughs> <laughs> I love this like big moment for Dorit. So they start talking about how the tabloid stories about PK came out, and now everybody has all these questions, and she has to lie. Oh, you know, she has to talk about it over and over again with people. And Kyle's like, "Yeah, well, he told Maurizio, uh, he told Mo, and Mo said that he just didn't have a chance to tell me, which I don't really believe. I don't really believe that." Well, he trusts Mo with his life. He'd take a bullet for him, Kyle. A bullet! <laughs> Is it every week that Dorit's just going to make some kind of a gun reference now? It's every week, right? <laughs> so Kyle is annoyed that Mariso didn't tell her about this. And, um, you know, she's not going to pretend like it's not a big deal because it, you know, and because it hurt her feelings. And she goes... And she goes, and you know, the thing that's really weird is that they're like big guys. You would think that having just a little would have like, you know, it would like, wouldn't get you taken into the station. But that's just a reminder and a lesson to everyone, you know, because when I see police drive by, even when I haven't even had anything to drink, I feel like I have a dead body in my trunk. I can only imagine being pulled over and them questioning you. God, it's so hard to be a white woman dealing with the police. Isn't that crazy <laughs> that they're both like, oh, the police, it's just terrifying. <laughs> you don't know if they're going to pull you over and think you're drunk, even though you've had, barely had a drop. Do you know how scary it is that the police would pull you over and then look the other way until your alcohol levels will go down? It's terrifying. Yeah. <sighs> You know, those cops, I mean, you just never know. What if they didn't give you a full hour to wait before they tested you again? (laughs) I mean, the terror running through me. Uh, I'm always afraid they're going to give me the benefit of the doubt. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, my biggest fear, being pulled over and let go for another warning. I mean, that is, (laughs) cops are really terrifying. (sighs) If I have another cop ask me, if I know Maurizio, owner of the agency. I mean. <laughs> oh, God. If I get pulled over and have to give another autograph, I'm telling you, it's terrifying. Thank you for joining us for the newest episode of White Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> like, only these two could have this conversation, unironically. I know. Fuck. So, um,. Uh, so yeah, Kyle is just like really annoyed. And so, but they are, they are happy that, um, the new generation doesn't like to drive, which apparently is a thing. Apparently the, the youngins don't like driving. They just like taking Ubers. So yeah, <laughs> it feels like gross. They're like, Ew, why would I drive? <laughs> uh, uh, so then we go to Ronin restaurant where Sutton is having a date night. Lord help us all. Okay. God bless you, Sanji. God bless you. <laughs> Godspeed, good man. <laughs> well, I thought the most romantic place to go would be a restaurant named after one of you know, Pharaoh's sons. 
So, um, <laughs> yeah, so. I was trying to think what Ronin is. I guess that is. Yes, it's out. I'm going to bring someone to a place where if there is any kind of mistreatment, it will be reported immediately. <laughs> Ronan Farrow's house. Oh, Pod save this pizza. Pod save this pizza. <laughs> Ronan's actually really good, I just want to say. Um, so, uh, the restaurant. I have no opinions about Ronan Farrow. So, uh, Sudden, uh, she, yeah, she's here with uh, Sanjeet. And, or, actually, no, Sanjeet, but she says, Sanjit! <laughs> So well, they, uh, the other ladies were calling him Sanji. That's why I'm calling him that. Oh, I oh, is it Sanji? Either way, she calls him Sanjit. <laughs> Sanjit, so, Sanjit, Sanjit. So after all this worrying about looking like a slut, Sutton shows up in a sweater with a kitten on it. Okay, if there's anything that says I'm sick of being a single woman, it's not this sweater. Okay, <laughs> why don't you just come with your fucking rollers in your hair? <laughs> what the hell. So, uh, yeah, so they show up and she goes, I don't know about you, but I'm a plain pizza eater. I'm like, wow, this date's going on, starting on a great, but you come to a, a, a like a, a high end pizza, Italian pizza place. And you're like, I just want plain. <laughs> yeah. I hope you don't mind. That's what I eat, by the way. So I, I would appreciate it if you take that back. But in the meantime, I hope you don't mind. I bought my own, I brought my own pint of ice cream in my purse to Netflix and chill. While I talk to you on our first day. I'm like, could you please pretend you're on a date? What the hell? <laughs> um, and she's like, no, I don't eat anything spicy because he wants to order spicy clams. And she's like, I don't eat anything spicy. But, you know, with your Indian background, I'm like, mm, because I like Indian food, but not spicy Indian food. Is that bad? Sanjit? Is that bad? Mm. He's like, mm. well, I'm at Sanjit on, on the Bumble. So after all the girls got in his face, I've been on one date with him. Um, he's gone to school. He does not drive a creepy white van. He has a job. He was on Jeopardy. And I know this because I do background checks on people that I date. <laughs> what is spicy food? Oh, sorry. I was talking Jeopardy speak. I thought you might relate to that more. Sanjay. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> son, uh, she, she said she loved their first date because they went to a dive bar and they had beer and, or he had beer. She had wine. They talked about movies and books and college football that they bonded over. Uh, but now she wants to go deeper, but it seems like they're still just talking about pop culture stuff, which personally to me, that sounds like a great date, like to talking about pop culture. Like that's, that's what you want on a date, but maybe not. And they talk about how they like, you know, they've talked about movies and books and she's like, college football seems to be our thing. And this is why Sutton's scary, you know, because you've been on one date with them and you're like, college football, that's our thing. You don't have a thing. Okay, it's been one date, crazy cat sweater lady. Okay, it's been one day. Calm down over there, spicy clam. <laughs> spicy clam, clam spice. Um, so uh, they start talking about music. Well, first she's like, well, excuse me, my foot is itching because I got neuropathy. So, <laughs> yeah. And she just, it's like this weird, awkward moment because he goes, you know, I really love the music scene. I saw the Go-Go's were playing at the whiskey. And she's like, oh, yeah. And she's just kind of staring while she's bent over. She's like, yeah, neuropathy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the thing I have. Mm-hmm. It's bothering me. I, it's, it's bothering me. Yeah. I, I call it's, you know, I love music. I love uh, live music, even though no one's actually ever seen me actually do anything with music in my life. Although I do, I do ballet. I guess there's that. I love garage music, big garage, like 84 car garage. And, um, you know, because I grew up in the eighties, so I like the punk scene. I love the clash. I love the clash, which is also how I explain my relationship with many of my friends, the clash. 
<laughs> he's like the clash the sex pistols she's like well actually it describes my current life you know we've got <laughs> ladies clashing we've got erica basically sex pistoling everywhere bloop 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 everywhere shooting just blanks out of that anyway neuropathy neuropathy also just to point out uh sutton um is very musical she's a karaoke queen don't you know that about her she's always posting on her instagram stories of her and joshua singing karaoke oh, in her living room yeah, I mean, she is on the board of ABT, okay? Yeah. <laughs> there is music involved in ballet. So uh, she's like, okay, so um, listen, I don't know what I'm looking for. I don't think I'm looking for marriage. Maybe a boyfriend, someone who will put up with me. But then she just out of nowhere, she goes, so a little inside information so you can decide if you want a third date or not. You going to say anything? He's just looking at her smiling. She's like, okay, well, I guess you're like, no, I don't want a third date. <laughs> okay, well, that was fun. Out my foot. Thanks. Glad I wasted the sweater on you, Sanjit. Wow. Hey. This really feels like Christmas all over again. Silent <laughs> and lonely. So uh, now we go to Erica and Garcelle uh, at a rooftop bar. And there's like, I think, hi, little, like, you know, like chit chat, like, hi, hi, hi. And like, you know, uh, so how's your dating life? She's like, well, the sex life is better than my dating life, if I can say that. And then the waitress comes over and, uh, you know, Garcelle orders like Casamigos or something. And Erica's like, I would like chamomile tea, tea with honey. And the waitress, this is so L.A. Like, this is the thing. I'm like, you know what? I understand why people hate L.A. The waitress goes, um, unfortunately, we actually don't do the hot drinks up here. Like, what the? <laughs> you can't bring a tea for a celebrity up the staircase uh, yeah. get out of here you have it, yeah Records. it makes it worse when they have it downstairs but she won't go get it from downstairs we only do that indoors where it's heated not upstairs on roof decks in the winter okay? <laughs> it's january and you have an outdoor thing and you're also on tv just Fudge it for crying out loud. Bring the woman a, a tea for crying out loud. Yeah, I agree, I agree but I loved it because it was Erica. I was like, yeah, she must be a Sutton fan. So Erica's like, um, all right, well, what cognac do you have? Just anything good. Just bring me that. And then it goes, that's. And Garcelle's like, I've never seen anybody who's, hmm, tea or cognac. <laughs> Maybe a Shirley Temple water. <laughs> it is a fun, a funny move. But although I, I think actually in Erica's defense, she just wanted something to warm her up, right? Like a little. Blah. So, uh, cheers. They they toast, and then Garcelle's like, "Well, well, the last time, a couple of times, I saw you, you were a little tipsy. I wasn't tipsy. I was black the fuck out. Am I right?" <laughs> Well, I'm trying to start slow. Hey, don't start slow. Start in 4-4. Four, four. No! Ah! <laughs> All right, Erica. All right, I remember. <laughs> well, listen, it was only because of the medicine. Okay, I'm thinking I could be fine, Mama. And I just wanted to have fun. That's me. Fun, Erica. Yeah, but you don't want to get to a point where you're messy and sloppy. She goes, well, you know who came to my house and basically let me have it? Lisa Rinna. Am I supposed to be surprised that Lisa Rinna came to your house? Did did Harry leave some horrible sauce in your mailbox or something? (laughs) Did you thank her for whatever condiment she brought over? (laughs) Oh, she let me have it real good. She said, you listen here, you talented, perfect singer. (laughs) 
Um, so Erica's like, well, obviously I'm struggling. You know, I lost the husband, I lost the home, I lost the stuff. And nobody really tells you how to... Sing. No, uh, another word. Harmonize. Dance. <laughs> no, no, the other one. Stage presence. No, you know... <laughs> General talent of some sort. <laughs> no, uh, you know. Taste. Nah. Tax. Extensions. <laughs> so rebuilding. Uh, <laughs> rebuilding. Oh yeah. Listen, you know I know I'll be okay. I know I'll be. But there are moments where I'm like, oh shit, you know. And Garcelle's like, well, I'm glad you recognize that there is a problem. And she's, well, I've got a fresh set of eyes right now. She's like, okay, well, I guess let's stir some shit. Now that your eyes are open, what are you seeing about our friend group? Are you seeing anything you hadn't seen before? She goes, well, I'm glad that you have Cherie, because I think that Sutton is a liability for you. I hope she pronounces liability very specifically. Liability for you. Yeah, that's when she gets serious. When Erica starts talking like this, liability. Like, this will be a staccato conversation <laughs> for the rest of the conversation. Liability. So Garcelle's like, really? 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 <laughs> um, also, this is so obvious. Like, wow, I'm glad you got someone on the cast. I'm glad they cast someone else for you besides Sutton. You know? Like, let's none not of us even are pretend they were all just naturally friends, you know? Yeah. So she's like, well, why is, every, she's like, why is everyone come down on her? And Erica goes, well, because she's unpredictable in some ways. And so Gar- she's unpredictable. What the fuck are you talking about? You just started singing. It's expensive to be my pussy on top of somebody else's piano during their <laughs> performance. I would say that actually Sutton is the most predictable because you always know what's going to happen with her. You always know how she's going to react. She's going to like explode and get very like, now you listen right here, motherfucker. And then she's going to cry. <laughs> and then she's going to say, I just sometimes put my foot in my mouth. It's just always the same yeah. with her. Well, Garcelle's like, well, that's weird she's saying that because in Mexico they were so buddy-buddy. And she says, the truth is, Erica Jane is a liability walking around out there every day. Is there a more scandalous woman in America than Erica Jane? (laughs) Well, there certainly isn't another woman in America who has as big of a scarlet letter. So Garcelle is just like, I think everyone just needs to lay off Sutton for a moment. And Erica says, well, Sutton is the master of her own disaster. Oh, excuse me. This is Shep. I would like to say she's the architect of her own demise. Thank you. (laughs) The master of a disaster, Ron. I'm an artist, you bitch. (laughs) Yeah. So she's like, I know she's your friend, but you don't have to cover for her all the time. Speaking of covers, no So She's like, I don't cover for her. She goes, well, I feel like sometimes you have to protect her, but you don't have to protect her. She's a big girl, and she knows what she's doing. What is she doing? And then the violin's like, <laughs> Like that horror movie squeak. Yeah. yeah. And it just ends. <laughs> They're like, well, we're done with the episode now. Yeah, but next week, um, Rinna's like, Rinna has Sutton over, and she's like, yeah, you know, I mean, it's just so funny. <laughs> People think I'm such a fucking bitch, don't they? She goes, well, you are. <laughs> and she's like, fuck you, I will cut you down! <laughs> 
that looks like it'll be funny. So anyway, yeah. um, uh, thanks everyone for being here, for watching on Crap is on Demand. We have, uh, we're going to be doing a recap of Dubai coming up next. And then we also have Southern Charm and our bonus episode. So stay tuned for that. And remember, no <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels, Dana C. Dana Do. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickolus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Wee McLovin, Karen McClellan. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. She's our queen, Marie Levine. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She's cheese on a bagel, it's Megan Ragel. Erica, 500 Days of Summers. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Hail the cork master, the master of the cork, it's Jennifer Corcoran. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. Paging Page Mills, Paging Page Mills. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Better do what she says, it's Elva Enriquez. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Kristen, the Ruby Rubano. Can't have a meal without the Emily. Sides. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys. <laughs>